the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you'll love hearing the latest in the world of food. First, new research shows eating nuts can lead to weight loss and better control of your appetite because they make you feel full. My problem is I eat way too many. They're so good, (laughs) especially cashews. I I will I will fight you after school over this idea. Cashews, roasted salted cashews, are the perfect snack. They are, but there's none, nothing better. They're so perfect. I, I, this is hundred percent real. I was driving into work today thinking I need to give my cashews to Kevin <laughs> because I can't say no. I have a few and then I have a few more and then I have a few more. They're buttery. And it's just they're too dangerous. salty. They're crunchy. They're, they're so good. I'm, when, when God said, thou shall have cashews, the heavens rejoiced. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Second in the world of food. Did you know? Not so much, of- by the way, when he said, thou shall have spinach. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone went. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Second in the world of food, did you know some of the casualties of the pandemic include gummy bears, candy bars, and breath mints? Why? That's because those are usually impulse buys at the checkout and oh. everybody shopped online. Mm. Finally, in the world of food, KFC's Nashville hot chicken sales are surging five years after being added to the menu. Why now? Because the dish has gone viral on TikTok. Now everybody wants to get their teeth sunk into some Nashville hot chicken from KFC. Maybe because it was part two of Will Smith posting his dad bod. People asked him, how did you get it? (laughs) (laughs) He said Nashville hot chicken. Coming up, is this a new mother's biggest asset? Knowing anyone who's going to be a mom for the first time or who is celebrating her first Mother's Day, this is a new mother's biggest asset you want to guess uh supportive family supportive husband you're right on the right trail it's it's her own mother Hmm. your own mom offers incredible benefits to your mental health and your confidence when you become a mom yourself Uh, the practical help with meals taking care of the kids and advice is priceless and you benefit immensely from the wisdom and strength of your mom and so do your kids and they said so many grandmas are like Back at it, finally, because, you know, Mm -hmm. with COVID and they got their vaccine and they can um, see their families again. All the uh, mommy blogs in the world will not replace one mom, (laughs) one hour with your mom. Because they just, they've been down the road, right? They got you this far. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) They can help you with your kid. I love that what you were saying about uh, the number one resource for a woman when she has uh, her kids, her first kids is mom. Rely on your own mom mom. for for Mm -hmm. advice. So what's something that you learned after you became a mom, that your mom had been telling you all along and you didn't believe her. Something that you learned only from the experience of having your own kids that your mom had been telling you for years. Because I hear my wife all the time telling our daughters, like, oh, just wait till you have your own kids. So tell us about that moment for you. 
We're talking about stuff that uh, your mom told you before kids came along that now that the kids are here, you're like, oh my gosh, she was right. Now, we're not to the point with our kids where they have their own kids, but they are flying the nest, getting out on their own. And so we do have that kind of advice that we've been giving. My wife would tell my daughters before they moved out, you've got when you get out on your own, you got to put the money away. You can't just go, you can't budget everything to the penny and think that your life is going to go well because... Things are going to happen. You're going to get a flat tire. The AC is going to go up. You're going to need stuff that you can't foresee is going to happen. And for better or for worse, I think uh, one of my daughters in particular has a fondness of Etsy and shopping online and every payday. She's buying cutesy little things and then inevitably within the week uh, the flat tire happens or something needs to be done and we get the tearful call of how I'm broke and I'm working so hard and don't have any money and all I can think of is all those posts that she did of (laughs) cute stuff that she bought on payday or how they went out to eat on payday. You gotta put that money away. So that's what we're looking for. What did your mom tell you? We're talking about kids specifically, about having kids that you realize now, boy, she was right. Hey, Sheila, it's Kevin and Taylor. So what's something your mom taught you? She's like, just wait till you're a mom. This is going to happen. You were like, nah, Nah, that's not going to happen. happen. And then you realize mom was right. One thing I learned is you cannot argue with a two-year-old. You cannot (laughs) reason with a two-year-old, no no matter how hard you try. So that is certainly one thing that I have learned is uh, (laughs) very, very true. Right. Very good. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you so much. I just really love you guys. You're great. Oh, thanks. We love you right back. Bye-bye. Does your family eat dinner together? Here's some encouragement to keep doing it. For all the parents who have worked tirelessly to finish up that Zoom call and cook more meals at home than ever before, here's the boost you needed to hear. For decades, you've heard kids who eat dinner with their families do better in school. They're less depressed. They have less anxiety, fewer eating disorders. Well, now they just learned those dinners are just as healthy mentally and physically for mom and dad, too. Hmm. Mom and dad have better mental and emotional help, and they're more likely to eat healthy, probably because they want to model good behavior for their kids. So keep it up. Keep having those family dinners. So in our house, my wife, she easily was the driving force behind the try to have dinner at home together around the table, all of us every night. Man, I got to take my hat off to her. She made it happen more nights than not, but it was not easy. Busy family, you got a lot going on. What for you in your house is the biggest obstacle to getting everybody around the dinner table on a regular basis? There's so many things that come at us every day. So what is it for you that seems to be the the one thing that keeps you all from getting together? Hey, Lane, it's Kevin and Taylor. We wanted to ask you, what is the biggest barrier to having dinner together as a family? Because everyone wants to do it and knows it's healthy for your kids. But, man, the struggle is real. I feel like a lot of it has to do with us just being in a rush all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not even necessarily the number of activities you have. It's that you're just, it's like we just feel like we have to rush from thing to thing to thing. And when we get home at the end of the day, we forget that we need to just slow down and be with our family. It's like we're rushing to get the kids fed and get the kids to bed. And then we're trying to get things done and then we're trying to go to bed. It's, it's, it is just that I don't think that we shift. We 
I don't think we downshift huh. at the end wow. of the day. Huh, you just keep going right up to right. it's like, go, 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 sleep. <laughs> right, right. It's like brush your teeth, brush your teeth, put your pajamas, put your pajamas, eat this food, eat this food. You know, it's, it is. Um, and so I think what happens is, as you know, and what happens as a result is that we don't, we're not intentional about saying, okay, let's, let's, let's sit down and let's just do this and let's mm. just slow down mm. and let's all take this time together. That's yeah. Good. And if we allow, I think we allow each other to be that way too. I think, you know, I allow my husband to just stay in work mode or he allows me to stay in work mode uh-huh. or we allow the kids to stay in school mode when really we have to find that really graceful way to say, um, because I love you, I, I, I really want to ask you to, you know, shift into a little bit of like a no, be know, at home with me either. mode. Got yeah. it. I think every couple has this chat. Do you and Glenn have this chat? Who's going to go first? Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Talking about yeah. who's going to die first. <laughs> <laughs> and it can, it can get a little dicey when you start talking about who's going to go first, about what's the one who still hears life going to be like after the other one goes first. We're going to talk about that coming up next. <laughs> So I think every couple has had the conversation about, you know, who's who's going to go first, who's going to pass away first. And and I think my wife reflects back what at least the women I've talked to um, when they talk about if they go first, their expectations of their husband, should they should they pass away? And a meme that my friend Lisa posted, <laughs> my wife could have written this. It said, at my funeral, sit me up. Because I want to see who's rubbing my husband's neck and asking, is everything okay? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so funny. I always tell Glenn he better get remarried if something happens to me. I guess oh, I'm no. a weirdo. Oh no. I tell because I'm worried about him being alone. I'm saying you're a weirdo. Why, I was I tell him first of all, I tell him that capable I capable human being? I, well no, here's the deal. I tell him that I have to go first because I can't stand the the thought of life without him. That's what and Tracy always says. Too. I tell him that you must get remarried because he always says he's going to find a cabin in the middle of the nowhere and and have a bunch of dogs and just be all by himself. Yeah, that's how you wind up on the news. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want him to be alone. I've told my plan is I'm going to be I'm going to be um, a missionary in a third world country. I'm going to go to, to Las Cabos, Mexico, and have an outreach to all the tourists on the on the beach. Yeah, I did <laughs> summer missionary projects in Aruba, so I can't talk. Hey, I can't you mock can be, you. You can be a missionary while getting a tan and having an umbrella drink. You can totally do that. <laughs> that that would be that would be my plan. There's no. I'm going to practically be a monk. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm wondering, I'm wondering, are more, are more of you ladies like my wife, Tracy, where you're like, you, you better not find somebody else. Or, or are you like me where I'm like, you better find someone else. <laughs> where, where, where so do you, opposite. Where do you hilarious. come down on that? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, Heather, we're talking about, you know, and couples have this conversation, like which one of us is going to go first. And let's suppose in your relationship, it's you. What are your expectations for your, your hubby moving on with his life? I have told my husband, first of all, he's supposed to die after me because I can't live without him. Oh, that's, that's what, what I say to my wife. Yes. 
I, I cannot live without him, so he has to die second. Now, are you and like Tracy? Like, to- my wife wants me to die second, but she wants it to be like 20 minutes later. <laughs> if, if he, if it's not, if it's not immediately afterwards, he has to, he has to die miserably and alone. You know, but he cannot, he cannot get remarried. But he also knows that if I do die second, I have to be able to get married because I'm needy and I need somebody to take care of me. And he just has to be okay with that. I told him, I said, I said, Stephen, if you get, if you get married after I die, then I will haunt you for the rest of my day. Oh my gosh. Tracy says that. She oh, says she's going to pinch me. She's like, I will pinch you. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> like. It, it, it's a no-go. You cannot get married. You have to just pine for me the rest of the day. <laughs> pine for me. I love the honesty. I love it. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Bye. There's a big change a lot of us want to make in our lives once the pandemic is over. We want to be way more positive and we want to say yes to things more than ever before. We're ready for a digital detox And we want to be spontaneous, try new things, and say yes to time spent with family and friends as much as possible. More than half of us live by the life is too short mantra. And we're also craving date nights and travel, things Mm. that were hard to do in this past year. Mm. Yeah, they're saying that right, right when people get the second vaccination shot, they like immediately start looking for trips. Oh, it's really? Like, start boom, shopping. Boom. It's like, yeah, like like almost 100% of people, even if they don't book it, they start dreaming about traveling. We had a mom call our show yesterday and tell us that all she wants for Mother's Day is a date night with her husband. She doesn't care where they go. She just <laughs> wants to do one thing without the kids for the first time in over a year. You know how when you yawn, it makes the people around you yawn too? Uh, well, I've noticed that. Who would do that? <laughs> Coming up, there's a 2021 version of that. This is so wild. You know how when you yawn, it makes other people yawn too? Yeah, you oh, do it. Baby when you yawn. Well, there's a 2021 version of that. Did you know that if you glance at your phone, the people with you will glance at their phone within 30 seconds? <laughs> Isn't that so creepy and weird? They call it the chameleon effect. We humans mimic facial expressions, speech patterns, and more. But now it's extended to how we use technology. Bottom line, if you want to keep that connection with real people, don't glance at your phone. Keep it put away. And the one that gets me, I was talking to my hairstylist about this yesterday, is the smartwatch. I don't wear one. Mm -hmm. And so I keep forgetting people are reading texts. And I just have this complex that everyone around me is in a hurry. Because they're always looking at the wrist. <laughs> you think they're checking the time? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, wait, wait, just I just want to finish the story real fast. And but they're just getting a text like from one of their kids or something. Yeah, we should we should talk about this about what do you do when you're out like you know grabbing a bite with somebody or getting coffee and they start staring at their phone. What? How do you handle that? So we're talking about that experience we've all had it right where you're out having a cup of coffee with a friend or you're out to lunch or maybe a, even a fancy dinner. And somebody, you're talking to them, they get out their phone. They start looking at their phone. How do you handle that? We're talking about what do you do when you're out, like, you know, casually having coffee with somebody or dinner or lunch or something, and they get out their phone. They start messing with their phone. You're like mid-sentence. Have you ever done that? And you'll go like, I've even said, like, 
I'll wait till you're done. They're like, no, 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 I, I'm, I'm listening. And they're yeah. typing away on their phone. I'm like, how can you possibly be listening? And I've, I've done that to you before. And you'll go, purple rhinoceroses, to make sure I'm listening. <laughs> That's my line when I can tell Kevin's not so hearing So I say that, by the way, being I've been frustrated by it. And unfortunately, I've been rude enough to do it mm-hmm. as well. But but how do you handle it when that happens? What do you do? And, and I know when it's, it depends who it is. If it's uh, someone in a position of authority in my life, like the boss, you just quietly sit there and wait till they're done. <laughs> if it's one of my kids, I'll go, hello, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm talking here. Usually what happens, too, if it's like two women or like you and your sister or something like that, one person starts checking theirs. So you think, well... I haven't looked at my phone in like two hours. I guess I'll see. In like and three then, minutes. So they're done. Then you're still getting back to the people who have texted you. Uh-huh. And it becomes this like it's like this big long pause in the outing because you're both on your phones. Yeah. Which is not good. No. And it kind so. of defeats the purpose of being there together. Yeah. <laughs> if you're checking in with everybody else on the planet, most of the people you don't even know on your social media feed. I will never, ever forget the first time I had lunch with a friend who had a smartwatch. Yeah. And I just, because I've never had one, I just wasn't aware. And so I was so like, oh my gosh, she must be so stressed. She keeps looking at the time. (laughs) And I finally said, hey, I can tell like you're really like we got to go. And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. I just keep getting texts on my smartwatch. I was like, oh, Mm. I thought you were looking at the time. My friend Joey does that like, when we go out for bike rides together. Mm-hmm. He's constantly checking his checking his watch. I'm like, dude, the whole point of doing this is to get away from all of that. <laughs> it's like, how do you think I sneak away from work and do this? Uh-huh. <laughs> so how about you? What do you do when somebody, you're, you're trying to have a chat conversation and they're staring at their phone the whole time? How do you handle that? Hey, Wendy. So how about you? What do you do when you're out to lunch or out with somebody and they start looking at their phone? So my husband does this. We have a Sunday brunch every single Sunday. And my husband always picks up his phone and he knows it drives me crazy. So I refuse to pick my phone up too and do the rudeness. So I will just 100% stop talking until he gets off his phone. And (laughs) it's slowly starting to get better. Um, Sometimes I think he appreciates my silence, um, but he is he is getting a little better about being on his phone, but I just absolutely can't tolerate it, so I just won't conversate with him. Sometimes he'll try to talk to me about what's going on on his phone, and I'm like, no, thank you. I, like, <laughs> we're out together. <laughs> Good for uh, you. Thanks so much for sharing a little bit of your life with us. We sure appreciate you, Wendy. I love y'all's show. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Erica thought cancer had stolen her dream of becoming a mom. She got a call on Thanksgiving Day that she had stage three cervical cancer and needed a radical hysterectomy. Hmm. And they told her, we're so sorry, but you're never going to be able to get pregnant. It was heartbreaking for Erica and her husband, Richard. But one of the operating room nurses... Who already had two kids of her own offered to become a surrogate mother for her. No kidding. The women hit it off immediately, became lifelong friends, and baby Richard Jr. was just born in March, and the couple's plan to stay lifelong friends. So this is Erica's very first Mother's Day, thanks to the miracle mm. and the gift that her friend, this operating room nurse, gave her.
Wow. Isn't that incredible? That is. What a story. What a great Mother's Day story. So uh, when you become an adult, you start spending money on things you never thought you'd spend money on, like a new washing machine or or things Mm -hmm. like that. And boy, does there come some sticker shock when you start buying those household items. My wife and I, we, we faced that the other day. We went out and bought something for our house that we were like, oh, my gosh, we had no idea. This stuff was so expensive. We'll talk about it next. So I think my wife and I are like a lot of people. We've taken the last year. We've been working on our house a little bit, sprucing it up, trying Mm -hmm. to make it look nice. And uh, we decide we're we're probably not going to go on vacation until like the fall. Not uh, not any kind of like COVID worries, but it's it's crazy expensive to travel Mm -hmm. this summer. If you wait till the fall, it's way cheaper. So so we thought, well, why not? uh, Why not do something else so we can enjoy our house? Lawn furniture. We thought, let's get some like Uh seriously nice lawn furniture Mm -hmm. so went to a couple of places we had no idea what we're in for cost wise we walk in the first place right and we see this set and we're like oh my gosh and the lady walks up sales lady she goes i know it's a showstopper right and i looked at the price tag i said more like a heart stopper (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) we're not in this price range so we went to the back of the store where it was not quite as elaborate, not quite as luxe, not quite as posh as the front of the store. But we got something pretty nice for this little area that we're going to put all of our lawn furniture in. It'll pro- And it's probably not going to arrive. They said they're backlogged for like a couple of months because so many people are buying things like you know, lawn furniture. We're going to have it in time for... Um, Christmas. <laughs> Be able to sit ah, outside in the cold. Sit outside as the snow falls and celebrate Christmas. Guess you should uh, get your fire pit ready to go. <laughs> well, they, yeah that that was the that was the next expense was going to be like maybe we should get a fire pit this fall. In the past year, with all of us staying home more and probably not going into the office, you know, just returning, go back in the office. People have been giving themselves. I just heard this a COVID free pass. On a variety of different things, giving themselves a break for the past year from some stuff that they normally do. We're going to talk about what did you give yourself a free pass on for the past year that you may have to stop doing if you have to go back into the office or returning to life as normal. We're going to talk about it next. So depending on the part of the country, um, things are reopening some places, you know, way faster than than others. But the bottom line is life is starting to show some signs of normalcy, which, boy, I'm so glad. Aren't you? Oh, yeah. I am so So glad that we're coming to the end of this long tunnel. But uh, with the realization that you're going to be going back out in public, uh, it's hit some folks that uh, they've given themselves a free pass. For the past year on things like I'm thinking of my wife. She has her first hair appointment in about a year tomorrow. Oh, wow. That's so exciting. Is she going to leave it the color that it is? The natural she, color? Yeah, she's toying with it. That's I, awesome. I, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised at anything. If yeah. she came home platinum blonde in a bob, I would not be surprised. Because <laughs> she's just so ready. She's for just a so ready. Yeah. To, to, Man, her to hair have must have gotten her. so long. It's very long and it's about... Half Auburn and half Salt and Auburn. <laughs> How pretty. I so bet you it looks so pretty. It, it, it is, but it's kind of weird, too, because it's... To have half and half. It's Yeah, it's like Bon Jovi. It's halfway there. <laughs> so here's what I'm wondering. What have you given yourself a free pass on for the past year because of necessity? Because you didn't want to go in? Like, my wife is in an at-risk category. She tried to keep her bubble really tight. Or what did you give yourself a free pass on just because why not? <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. you weren't, you know, seeing everybody in the office or whatever. So why not wear sweatpants every day? I do have to admit, I let my, particularly in the middle of the whole thing, I let my uh, 
my fashion game go way down. I was like sweatpants and a t-shirt every day. I thought you were going to say something really radical like, I let my nose hair grow for the past year. I don't think so, but I don't think I've been keeping as close an eye on it either. So You can braid my nose hair. I have, to have some loved ones to put me on that. For me, it was close. I took the athletic leisure wear to a, a level I never have in my uh, in my entire radio career. And you, unfortunately, now are at the end of it, and you've started embracing that a little bit. I wore athleisure wear for the first time ever to the radio station right. the other day. And you're yeah. like, I kind of like this. It this is comfy. so nice. I was so comfy. Yeah, but now people could be coming back in. That could be, You jumped on the train too late. Yeah. Well, that's because you were making us post pictures every single day. <laughs> every day we had a pandemic, a quarantine fashion. Um, right. fashion. That was a long time and ago. And so, well, it lasted a long time, though. So what, what have you given yourself a free pass on in the last year? But now, with light at the end of the tunnel, you got to uh, got to up your game a little bit. We'd love to hear from you. So you were asking the question, "What have you let go mm-hmm. over the past year?" And I want to put you on the spot. Mm. But this is a super sore subject with me. Really? Why? 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 I just had a little meltdown last night about it. My husband, poor Glenn, had to deal with the aftermath. It's the, it's the pandemic curves, the COVID curves. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is about, like, the comfort foods and the the eating. It's just like, um, I act as if I've still got the metabolism of, <laughs> or I, ha- I acquire the metabolism of a teenage boy, which I never had. I never had the metabolism of a teenage girl either back when I was a teenager. So you bought Dr. Fauci's lie, COVID calories don't count. <laughs> you never said that. Pretty much. Like I just I love food so much and it's definitely caught up with me. Are you serious? You you had a meltdown last night? Yeah, I got really I I had a I was mad at myself in front of my husband. I said to him, I'm like, I look in the mirror, I see all these COVID curves. And then what do I do? I forget about that glance in the mirror and go eat a huge meal as if Nothing ever happened. <laughs> Bring it. Dessert? Sure. I, I, I just can't. Yeah. I just got to get it under control. Sounds like you were yeah. spiraling last night. A mm, little bit. I did. <laughs> I'm not proud to admit that. My poor husband was like, <laughs> what, what can I do to make it better? <laughs> like, stop buying dessert <laughs> right. just we say, picked up some greek just food say no to the cheesecake he, he, yeah he grabbed a piece of that um baklava cheesecake which is heaven on earth mm-hmm. and we split it but still <laughs> it's yeah was it's it was COVID it worth curves. it was it worth it well not glenn would say no based on my meltdown <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like i'm not doing that, that again. sounds really good it's so good oh it's delicious <laughs> Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.